May one donate one's organs? Should one donate one's organs? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 45 of Tractate Sota, and we learn that it all depends on where life begins and where life ends. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Harissa today. I like to begin with a story. The pro-life versus pro-choice debate was heating up, and so the government decided to put together a religious advisory committee. The chair of the committee turns to the priest and poses the question to him, when does life begin? The priest replies, according to our faith, life begins at conception. The chair notes his response and then repeats the question to the minister. When does life begin? The minister thinks for a moment and says, honestly, life truly begins when the embryo begins to form. Finally, the chair looks at the rabbi and asks his opinion. Rabbi, when does life begin? The rabbi strokes his beard and repeats the question, gazing heavenward. Yes, indeed, when does life begin? He sings softly to himself. Life begins, I must say, when your youngest child graduates college, finds a job, gets married and moves out. That's when life begins. If a dead body is found in the countryside and we cannot identify the murderer, the elders of the nearest town must perform an atonement ritual called Egla Arufa. If two towns are located in the immediate vicinity, we must measure the distance to ascertain the closer town. Today's stuff discusses a corpse that was discovered with the torso and head separated. Which section is the primary physiological part of the human body? Let's look at the Gemara. Says the Mishnah, if the head of the corpse was found in one place and its body was found in a different place, they bring the head to the body. This is a statement of Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Akiva says they bring the body to the head. From where on the body would they measure the distance? Rabbi Eliezer says from his navel. Rabbi Akiva says from his nose. Says the Gemara, on what basis did they disagree? One sage maintains life is sustained mainly in one's nose, and one sage maintains life is mainly in one's navel. Let us say that this debate parallels another Mishnaic debate. From where is an embryo formed from its head, as the verse states, out of my mother's womb you pulled me. And it states, cut off your hair and cast it away. Abishol says life begins at the navel and it sends its roots forth. You can even say that both agree with Abishol, as Abishol says his opinion only regarding the beginning of life, that when an embryo is formed, it is formed from its middle, but concerning life in general, everyone agrees that it is in his nose, as it is written, all in whose nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life. Let's analyze the Gemara. The Gemara here, of course, is not discussing when life begins, but where life begins. Clarifying where life begins can shed light on where life ends. Of what consequence is the question of where life ends? For the Talmudic discussion here, we need to know whether life ends in the head or the body to determine from where to measure if we find a corpse. But today there is another major ramification of the question of where life ends. That's the question of organ donation. A lot of people mistakenly believe that Jewish law prohibits organ donation. After all, is there not an obligation to be buried completely intact? Ordinarily, that is indeed the case. But where we have a competing obligation to save a life, we most certainly should endeavor to put our organs to good use by donating them to a living person in need of a transplant. The problem with organ donation, however, is that by the time a person is dead, most body organs are useless for harvesting. So when a successfully transplanted organs harvested, it occurs primarily in the case of brain death. Sometimes a person's brain may cease to function while his other organs are still operating. It's at that point that we might take his heart or other midsection organs for donation. Nevertheless, the big question is, by taking out his heart, 
Are we killing him? Or was he already dead once his brain activity ceased? That question is a complex halachic dilemma, but we see that it is not a new question. Already in the Mishnah, we find Rebbe Yekiva and Rebbe Yezer debating the question of the main source of life. Is it the body or the head? And in another Mishnah, we find Abishol's debate. Does life begin from the head or the body? What came first, the head or the heart? And consequently, what comes last, the head or the heart? Hence our question, when is the halachic time of death? When the brain ceases to function or when the heart stops beating? It's an important discussion, and if you haven't thought about organ donation, it's time to have a conversation with your rabbi about which organs you may donate and which you may not. What's more, even before you die, there are organs you could be donating during your lifetime that everyone agrees are permissible, if not obligatory. For example, most healthy people have two kidneys. You only need one to live. You know why Hashem gave you two kidneys? So that you could have the opportunity to use one to save the life of another human being whose kidneys have failed. The risks associated with kidney donation are minimal, but the spiritual rewards are tremendous. As we know, one who saves a single life is considered as if he had saved an entire world. The Torah loves life. We are obligated to do whatever we can to protect the sanctity of life, both at the beginning and the end. May you merit dedicating the blessings of life you were given to bestow life upon others, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Daft Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. If you've enjoyed being my chavrisa today, please consider purchasing the book series or partnering with the Center for Torah Values as we show the value of Torah and instill our values with Torah. Check it out at transformativedaft.com and across social media at Rabbi Daniel Friedman.